Welcome to Vibrational Revelations special episode with Sasha Stone. It is our honor and privilege to share this really exciting uh, work of information with all of you. And also, it's been an honor for us to read Sasha Stone's uh, vibrational frequency and what constitutes his reality. And oh. we're truly honored to share this information with all of you. And thank you, Sasha, for allowing us to do this work publicly. Thank you, Elena. Thank you, Alejandro. Lovely to be with you. Yes, thank you so much. So just to begin, uh, what is vibrational revelations? For those of you that are not familiar with our work, uh, vibrational revelations series started for us as uh, out of curiosity for wanting to understand the deepest truth of what makes up our matrix. And a couple of years ago, Alejandro and I decided to begin reading a vibrational frequencies of thousands, literally thousands of people, of corporations, different organizations. And what we recognized is the information that we were retrieving from the divine field of information was so on point that after thousands of readings, we decided to go public with the series and launch the series as vibrational revelations because we believe the truth has to be revealed. And what inspired our body of work, of course, was Dr. Hawkins' work, which was based on a book, Power Versus Force. Uh, he created the scale of consciousness, with, which has to do with how each and every one of us experiences different emotions in life. And every emotion is linked to a very specific frequency. So we took that body of work and we felt that we're so much more than just one number in time and space. We're timeless. And we also understood that there's truly, after reading thousands of people, there's truly no one above, no one below. We all have our own unique divine journey to experience life <clears throat> in this dimension and understanding the deepest layers of what makes us so unique and so beautiful. And we also recognize that there's so many parts and interesting characters. We're all characters playing out this incredible role of life. And why are we saying that the masks have to come off? Because oftentimes we project limiting belief systems, pain and suffering that we have endured in our lifetime. And we're putting on masks to cover all this pain up. But in reality, we have to recognize we're so much greater than the pain and the suffering we have been. And it's about transcending uh, all of those limiting beliefs. And of course, all the emotions and struggles and suffering because it makes us just so much more richer and more beautiful. So there's going to be 13 categories that we will dive deep into because we recognize there's many categories and many layers to what makes up a human being. And there's, of course, just as you'll see in our discussion, there's players that play in, in the light and then there are players that play in the shadow. And both of those are absolutely necessary. It's sort of like if you imagine that you walk into a room and it's filled with light, white light, it is impossible for you to see any other color. So the kaleidoscope of life has to do with the beauty of all the colors that exist within our matrix, within our universe. And it's about appreciating every single aspect. Now, there's vibrational frequencies that we're measuring from zero to a thousand, thousand being the most enlightened, fully um, activated embodied being. And we have read a few of those. And then of course, zero, will be also going into the zero point field from which everything stems and one being the destruction. So 
these are the two variables, big variables, and we'll dive deep into what each frequency means. Uh, on the journey of life, imagine that you are on this beautiful train ride, and perhaps you're sitting on this train, and you see a beautiful, through a window, you see a beautiful field of flowers, sunflowers, and it inspires you. And perhaps you want to get out and experience the sunflower field. And perhaps somebody who is next to you, a friend or a relative, just feels that experiencing the flower field through the lens, through the window, is enough for them to feel that. So we want you to understand that life is really where you choose to put your attention, to where you choose to bring your awareness into, and where you choose to expand on. So perhaps some of you have gone through deep grief, sadness, anger, and you've transcended those emotions, right? And then those of us that are still bathing in them, expanding them, so most likely your vibrational frequency will reveal that this is where you are at that moment in your life. So again, it's not about being right or wrong. The readings that we do are strictly for those of us that want to understand our reality in a much bigger way um, for us to also grow. So if you feel inspired by this work, know that Alejandro and I are fully committed to sharing the truth with you. And again, it's not our interpretation. Uh, it's a method that we use and we've proven over and over again how beautiful it reveals the information to all of us. And of course, in this day and age, we're bombarded by so much media information, misinformation. So it's very difficult to trust ourselves. And our hope is to awaken that trust within each and every one of you, to begin to trust yourself and not lean so much as a crutch on all these outlets, media outlets, and perhaps a lot of the limiting beliefs that we're being fed uh, and resonate with due to our own fears and insecurities. Yeah. That was beautifully said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> As always. Oh, thank you, my love. <laughs> that makes me a wise man to recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. So, no, let's read about know. Sasha today. So yeah, let's, let's unmask Sasha in public, shall we? Why not? <laughs> and just to give a, a, a perspective to everyone who's watching. Um, for me, I wasn't really familiar with Sasha's work at all uh, until recently. And because we created a private Facebook group, we always ask people to post their request. And Sasha's name came up as one of the requests. And uh, due to a mutual connection that we had, I felt that it would be the right thing to do for me to ask Sasha if it would be okay for us to reveal his vibrational frequencies publicly. Mm -hmm. So it really is an honor for us to read and to dive deep into you. And we cannot wait to, to also learn more about you. And yes. I'm sure many, many people want to know more about your work as well. Yes, that's great. Well, tear the mask off first, and then maybe something. To say. <laughs> okay, let's do it. All right. Well, my just a little bit of uh, what do I do. You want felt. to introduce him after we do the, the breakdown? I think first, no. After he said, take the mask off first. Well, before we introduce you, I'm easy. I'm easy. <laughs> easy, easy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So mask first. He said. Oh. All right. Let's do okay. it. <laughs> So, Sasha, you are vibrating at a frequency of 525. And 525 is a vibrational frequency of love. Love begins at the level of 500. 
And again, we'll go through the whole breakdown with you later on as well, as I'm sure you'll have many questions. It's a beautiful frequency. There's not that many people that we've read in thousands of readings that are actually at love frequency. <clears throat> we also like to look at what happens when a soul incarnates. And incarnation happens in utero, when you're in your mother's womb. So you incarnate it at the frequency of 400. 400 frequency has to do with reason. It's a, it's a vibrational frequency of reason, which also means high intellect. So this means that you're able, able, you are capable at that incarnation level to view world and decipher the information, very complex uh, information um, in, in many different ways and put it together. So you were given this gift of high intellect when you incarnated. At birth, you were born at the frequency of 250, which is a frequency of uh, neutrality. So it also shows to us, and we check this quite often, actually in every reading that we do now, that a lot of times when a woman is pregnant, the baby is absolutely impacted by the external circumstance. So your mom must have been going through a very difficult time in her pregnancy and as a result of it, of course, you were impacted deeply because you dropped your vibrational frequency. And so many people believe, oh, you know, when the child is in utero, they don't feel, they don't think. We all feel and we all know and we are fully awakened beings as soon as we incarnate. That means in utero, that process already started. And over and over again, we're, we're proving this, we're seeing this and how relevant this information is. And quite often we've seen and we cannot wait to hear from you, of course, if you will be sharing with us later on what happened to your mom when she was pregnant with you, because there was a very significant drop. As far as where you are today and how you view health, health you view through the lens of love, which is 500. So you recognize the importance of not only in your personal life, but I would say, and again, I don't know, your work life, that this is crucial. You understand that love is an important ingredient in how we view our health, our body, and just overall health on this planet. Finances for you are 250, which is a level of neutrality. And this is interesting because many um, world leaders, spiritual leaders, people who are in a very high vibrational frequency tend to have their finances between 200 and 250. This is a very common frequency. And for you, it's a, it's a neutrality relationship. It doesn't rule your life, basically. It's just you have as uh, Alejandro says, live and let live relationship with finances. Creativity for you is a level of enlightenment, which is 700. And the enlightenment level begins at 700 and it goes all the way to 1,000. So it shows that you are absolutely creative. You're channeling this divine information that comes through for you in whatever areas of work that you do, or perhaps your creative aspects. And your creativity might... Uh, reveal itself through work for you in many different ways. Personal growth. Personal growth is uh, at the vibrational frequency for you of 850, which is a level of enlightenment, again, between 700 and 1,000. So it shows that personal growth is, I would say, your guiding light in this life. It is so important for you. And not only for you, I would say, when we see this level of personal growth, it also shows to us that you're so deeply committed that you are wanting the world to know about this. So you're generously giving this information to others because it's coming from your um, highest purpose. 
relationships you view from a lens of peace, which is 600. So peace begins at the frequency of 600, which is beautiful. You have a beautiful relationship, I would say, in every area of your life. And this is very important for people to also recognize. Philanthropy, which also shows your generosity. Generosity, not only in giving money, uh, but generous hearts, you know, your time, how you, you hold this, I guess, this, this phrase of holding the space for others, but it's really just giving your time and, and really being present, right, with you. And it's the level of 500, love. <clears throat> so again, love is the key ingredient uh, in, in your life. Intuition. In your case, it's a lens of peace. So you're highly intuitive. And, um, you know, one thing I want to say about your reading, and then Alejandro will do the other part of it, is this is the beauty of life. We all have a choice where we go because life truly is a journey. We all have free will to really make a decision whether we want to grow, evolve, shift, or perhaps create um, a situation where we feel victims and, and based on that, right? And this is the, where we are able to drop. And throughout so many readings that we've done, what I would say about your journey, because you incarnated at 400 and you've literally transcended uh, your own incarnation into such a beautiful state. Uh, it shows, you know, we say that this is a journey of a hero. Uh, and we've read quite a few people that have done that. And then we've also read people that have gone in the opposite direction. So to us, you represent a person. And I would say you represent an example to all humanity that you are able to rise above your own limitations, including your own incarnation, and manifest and blossom into this beautiful being that you are today, and, and of course, growing and evolving, and Alejandro will dive deeper into this. So it's an honor for us to share this with the world, to share this with you, and we hope that human beings are inspired by your journey as well. So please, Alejandro, will continue. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, and as we know, you know, it takes uh, courage to... Uh, to commit to, to shifting or raising your vibration, or at least uh, if you have no idea what vibrational frequency is, um, you have this inner uh, guidance that is, that is uh, trying to deviate you towards uh, your uh, alignment with your divine purpose, right? So you, you go based on feeling, of course, uh, maybe not on knowledge, but wisdom in the, uh, in the messages you receive from the divine source, which is divine intelligence. And that um, has a lot to do, or is linked, I will say, with your level of intuition, uh, no doubt. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like we said before, is, is a matter of uh, we're, all, we're all tapped in and turned on. We're always tapped in rather than we're existing in non-physical and the physical world right? Because we're all connected, we remain connected. That's how it was, is, and will always be. And uh, not only to the source, but to each other. And uh, turned on, I will say turned on is when, as long as your heart is breathing, is, is palpitating, is, you are turned on. But being tuned in is when we, uh, we recognize which station we want to listen to, right? What song we want to dance to. 
and what actually inspires us the most. And then we, with work, uh, perseverance and discipline, commitment, and of course, it takes courage to embark in that journey. You f fine tune pretty much your way towards going back home or towards your alignment with your divine purpose, right? As of, if you are, uh, if you play guitar, you know, you, you, you get to a point where you, uh, you have to tune in, right? And only with the feeling is that it guides you until you actually get to uh, make it sound the way you want it to sound. And in that, throughout that journey, you lose your sense of self and it is your inner being that takes over. And that's what we call, what we call being in the zone, right? When we're fully tuned in. So it's a matter of tuning in, I will say, that we need to uh, keep in mind and will allow us to channel the, yeah. the divine messages, right? Um, being now, <clears throat> in the now. In the now, we, which is being in the present moment, and as, uh, as Eckhart Tolle uh, published a book, In the Now, as someone who not only um, incorporates that in his work, but also in his in life, he embodies it fully. We have tested it as well. So he walks the talk. That's right. <laughs> um, in your case, you are at 94%. So 94% of the time, you are in the present moment. And that, that is a, a beautiful thing. Uh, since, as we know, past, present, and future are happening simultaneously, right? And, and uh, worrying about the future is pretty much thinking about the past and, 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 um, and wanting to control the future is more than likely uh, predicting the past, right? So when we stay in the present moment or in the now is when we're able to connect uh, to our divine source, right? And that's when our intuition flows freely, actually. So in the now, you're 94%. I will say that we grade it uh, at A. That will be in, in the school, will be A, will be your grade. Um, it's not often that we see that. So this is yes, really Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's wonderful. Now, in the eagle, you are at 72%. Um, I will say that Anything above when it comes to, you know, the ego is an important ingredient that creates polarity, duality, contrast that, that contributes to this, our human experience. It is a must, right? And the ego in its own vibrates on the level of 400, which is the level of reason, intellect. So it really is crucial to learn to pay attention, dance with it, find a way to where it doesn't become the captain of our mothership, our boat, right? Uh, it doesn't dictate uh, our uh, decision-making process, sort of, right? And in your case, it's not, it's not the case. It doesn't uh, control you. Um, you participate with the ego, and uh, that's why 72% is your, um, your number. And I will say that also we give you an A there <laughs> because uh, love is your driving force. You know, and the ego pushes you to stay in your head more than in your heart, right? So uh, I will say that if we start at uh, anything above 90%, when it comes to the ego, that means that you are driven more by your head, by your ego, than, your, than instead of your heart. In your case, you're driven more by love, 
by your heart. When it comes to joy, you are at 89%. So you experience, hmm? yeah, yeah. Yes, you experience uh, joy 89% of the time. Okay, so I will give you a B plus when it comes to joy. <laughs> uh, aligned with your higher purpose, you are 99% aligned. And it's a little above 99, but it's not just yet 100%. We don't know exactly. We haven't uh, tried to figure that out. You know, I think it's, it's a personal journey. And only you and your inner being. Uh, your inner being will disclose that as you go, what it is that you, that you need, but you're pretty much right there. right there, right? When it comes to your alignment with your divine or higher purpose. Now, with uh, alignment with your personal purpose, you are at 94%. So we're also very close. There is something, of course, only you know, uh, what is left for you to accomplish, so you feel that uh, you are self-actualized. And that's what we uh, compare um, alignment with personal purposes is uh, self, with self-actualization. And alignment with divine purpose is self-realization, right? Now, when it comes to uh, integrity, <clears throat> you are at 93%. And anything above uh, 90%, is, is a solid human being you can rely on on this person that has full integrity and you will get an A there as well. Yeah. Um, when it comes to energy purity, you are at 95%. That means that you're very, very close to shifting to a higher level of consciousness. And for you, since you're at 525 at the moment, which is uh, the level of love begins at 500, that means that your next level will be the peace level, which is 600, right? Or joy, then, 540 is joy. Right, or joy, but more than likely, peace. you're so close to joy that uh, peace, I feel, is the next one. Mm. Uh, especially that you're, you're uh, almost 100% aligned with your divine purpose. Mm. And also, almost 100% aligned with your personal purpose. I feel that joy, yes, definitely is uh, right next on the scale. But peace is, uh, will be the next level for you. Mm. That, that is my personal feeling. Uh, when it comes to clarity, you are at 99%. 99% clarity. Okay. Now let's introduce who Sasha Stone is. <laughs> yes, Sasha Stone, former rock musician and artist. He is an activist, public speaker, publisher, writer, and filmmaker. He grew up in Rhodesia, Zimbabwe, throughout the war for independence. Mm. He established Humanitat in 1999, founded the New Earth Project, and the International Tribunal for Natural Justice. Mm. He has instigated peace initiatives and education programs, lobbied against human rights abuses in different parts of the globe, and continues to prosecute for the protection of breakthrough innovators, scientists, and doctors. Sacha is also a founder of the World Health Sovereignty Summit, with many of the world's leading, with many of the world's leading advocates in the sector, including Robert K. 
Kennedy Jr., Dr. Christine Northrup, Bill Bittry, Dr. Rashid Buttar, Andrew Wakefield, Dr. David Martin, and many more. This is Sasha Stone. It's a, a, an honor to uh, be here with you. Well, thank you, Alejandro, and thank you for, um, for all of that um, amazing, insightful stuff, which for me is very interesting. I'm very um, happy to, to drill into um, answering any questions which you think are relevant to whatever this revelation is as it relates to uh, my uh, frequency set. Um, but just to um, contextualize for myself and probably for others looking in, um, I'm a little confused about why the discrepancy or the distinction between scaling things one to a thousand on the one hand and then moving into percentages. Yes, yeah. that's a great question. So uh, we wanted to see, well, initially we started off with frequencies and then we wanted to see how much we, we created something else, <laughs> how much a person really is in that space. So for example, aligned with higher purpose, we couldn't measure that in frequencies related to emotions because this is where divine purpose is beyond emotions, right? Uh, in the now is beyond emotions. It's transcending emotions. So these layers that actually Alejandro added, he wanted to do these readings, had to do with, I believe, transcending uh, the frequencies of emotions. Exactly. So it's not, not really tied into a, a specific uh, emotion, which translates into a frequency, but actual, the actual experience, a human experience, right? Well, how much are you bathed, bathed in, in your own essence when it comes to being in the now? And how much time you are experiencing joy? So that's why we, uh, we mm -hmm. decided to incorporate the percentages instead of frequencies. Yes. Very good. Very good. Okay, should we start from the beginning? I took notes. Yes, of course. Yes, please. Please. Because okay. so, I can play the layman, which, which, which I am. I am the layman. The only distinction maybe between me and the layman is that I have a fairly good uh, grasp of scalar and fractality and, and how entanglement, quantum entanglement occurs and the sort of morpho, genetic kind of morpho. All of that language, I understand it really well. So for me, that's what excited me so much about what I what you guys are doing and I was obviously very keen to take the call um, and honestly whatever you had said about me I would believe because I'm one of those people that just takes at face value whatever it is but I have to say that um, it all feels pretty in, in, in keeping there was no part of what you were saying that, that jarred me um, the life frequency bit in a sense, I imagine that that's in a way the most important thing to speak to in the now about anyone that you're doing a reading of. Am I right, more or less? It's very important, yes. Okay. Um, so we, that was 525, which suits me fine. As long as it's not in the diabolical realm, I'm happy. Um, the, the, the 400 on in, incarnation, um, as I, I incarnated at uh, 400, that's curious to me. Um, and then the discrepancy between that incarnation frequency of 400, which you said is quite an acceptable um, level of incarnation, to then being birthed at 250. Now, that kind of makes sense to me. And you say that's at the level of neutrality, which is like, meh, 
<laughs> not sure that I, not sure that I meant to steer my plasma into this shit storm, but hey, I'm here. What am I going to do? So that's interesting because I did steer my plasma, my soul into the womb of an incredible woman, my mum, who is my beloved and my my hero to this day, um, and an incredible human being. But uh, certainly that woman was going under some serious duress at the time of my birth. And it was connected to the fact that I was being birthed into a war zone. So number one, right in the middle of a bush war in Africa, which was not fun. And so there was all of that going on. At the same time, um, there were some serious issues with, between her and my father at that time, more or less connected to my grandfather on my mother's side. And I'm sorry, mum, you know, if you're watching, I'm, I'm sorry for giving away some of the, the, the stuff. But um, my grandfather, who I adored before he died at the age of 300, whatever it was, um, he, he was very controlling. He was a patriarch. He was a powerful man, a very powerful presence. And I adored him. Um, and he was kind of a father to me because I never met my dad until I was about 60, 17 years of age. So my dad was whisked away, um, left the country. My grandfather kind of played a role in bullying him away from my mum. He was just, it was that kind of thing, you know, young lovers out of wedlock having children. It was not acceptable back in that day. And my family's kind of old imperial blood, you know. Anyway, uh, that's not to say I'm a goddamn Rockefeller for you mofos out there who are accusing me of being a Rockefeller. You know, put a cap in it. If I was a Rockefeller, I would have incarnated with a lot more money frequency, okay? Stupid. Anyway, so when I say imperial, I'm talking about colonial African, white African. Anyway, <laughs> let me move on. So birth neutrality, neutrality 250. That's interesting to me and makes total sense. Total sense. Do, did you want to ask any questions there? I actually want to comment on something. So, you know, your question about 400. So it's interesting because what we notice and we believe also, we choose our incarnation frequency to either transcend this frequency to grow. It's part of our experience in this, I would say, uh, earthly uh, dimension. So I would say most likely you chose this frequency as, as a growth uh, or perhaps a jumping board for yourself. I get it. Yeah? I get it, totally. Um, yeah, I totally get that, totally get that. Um, health, you say, is 500. That, to me, kind of makes sense. I mean, you're, you're looking at a career chain smoker. Um, not now. I, I only sporadically smoke um, little menthol um, clove cigarettes in, in, the, in Bali here. But, um, but I did for a long time. Uh, I've never taken drugs. I've never drunk alcohol. I've stayed away from anything that could um, throw my, psych my psycho-emotional balance. I'm not going to let anything tamper with with my chemistry it's just not going to happen um so that makes sense to me 500 health i'm really pleased to hear that actually because i was being a middle-aged uh, uh, man i was a bit concerned that you know what you start to you start to think oh my god you know you know i got up too quickly and felt dizzy jesus does that mean i've got a heart condition <laughs> you start to have all these kind of phantoms of because especially when you're young and reckless like i was in 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 just eating terribly and, and you know, staying up till five o'clock in the morning, every morning. And in my rock and roll years, it was really party quite hard and all of that, you know, 
and it does take its toll on you. So I'm really pleased to hear that 500 is my health signature. But you know, I attribute that to two things. One, that I've never seen a doctor in my life. And two, which makes me the perfect health sovereign, which is why I'm all about health sovereignty and about get that white coat behind me, Satan, because I don't want to even talk to you. And it's ironic, you introduced me uh, also as being, um, you know, surrounded by the greatest icons in the world in medical science and health science, those names you read out. And so much of the work I do is keyed into molecular and cellular biology and into, you know, understanding the real, you know, me mechanisms of health and wellness. So I'm all about breakthrough innovation in, 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 in that area of focus. I'm all about, you know, quantum healing and all of that stuff. Never seen a doctor don't need to see a doctor, but I do desperately respect those really good um, um, health professionals out there and scientists. I just don't want to see them myself. And I don't want to see them myself for my own condition because I am foundationally a coward. And I'm terrified of being told that I have a condition because then I'll believe it and then I'll die. But if I don't know about it, I definitely will never die from it. I'm, I'm absolutely one of those people. So I don't want to know what that lump means. Just let me, you know, leave me in my lump alone. <laughs> that's, that's what I am. So health 500, I'm a happy man to hear that. But I also attribute it to the fact that I, I really love my body. I mean, I really do. I just love my cells. I love my bloodstream. I love the pounding in my head. I love everything to do with my body um, and to do with every aspect of it. I just love it up. I love it up. I love it up. And I learned to do that when I was very young. If I had wisdom tooth pain or I had some thing, I would just go into this incredible transcendental state and love that space into oblivion. And it worked. I learned that craft 30 years ago. Um, and so I've never had problems other than, you know, being poisoned and things like that, which were att attacks against me coming from the outside to harm me. And I had to then deal with those issues. And I did take protocols and I listened to the advice of, uh, advisement of the people around me who are specialists, but I've never gone to see a doctor, put it that way. Um, so I like that. Thank you for the 500. I take that as my Christmas gift. Um, 250 on finances, <laughs> neutrality. That is so me. I just have absolutely no interest in money. I've got no motivation. No part of me is motivated by it. Um, and the irony is that I never need to worry about it because of my attitude, because I give it no thought at all. And I have had many people saying to me, well, you know, you're always like borderline. You're always fulfilling your visions. You're always financing the things you want to do. And somehow it becomes, a, you know, I've never taken money from the public purse. Again, dis uh, despite the lies out there about me living on donations, um, never happened. I've never rattled a can in my life. Never will. Um, I would rather die in the gutter than rattle a, a, car, a, a can or, or have a charity. I'm not a charity. My foundation was never registered as a charity. Um, and I've never raised money off the public purse. Some of the initiatives that I've founded and launched under their own committees and their own thing, they, they generate revenues sometimes from donations or crowdfunding. That's a matter for them. Um, so that makes total sense to me, 250. And as I said, my blessing in life is that whatever I want manifests. If I need a million dollars next Tuesday, it comes absolutely next Tuesday. If I need $10 million, it comes next Wednesday. So I've got no problem with money.
But you know what? I never ever want to wake up uh, with the, 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 with the, with the, the consciousness stream anchored into scarcity or want or need or any fear of, of what it is to be without. Because even to put oneself into thinking about it, you start to create these vortices in the inner scape. Ooh, so dangerous. I learned that also in my 20s when I did have a hard time from time to time with money. And I was financing, you know, a stadium rock band kind of on my own with a couple of, you know, a, a, um, circle, a small circle around me. We were really having to manifest money. And it was really hard in order to maintain independence from the industry. So I did learn what it was to have kind of hardship and be in that space of really having to walk a, a very thin line. But love what you said, makes total sense, 250. I only hope that when I die, um, it's a thousand. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I, what's that? Even, I don't know if you watched our episode on Emmanuel, right? The, uh, Jesus yes, Christ. Sure. Yeah. And his frequency consciousness with finances was 400. <laughs> well, so, he was a smarter man than me, for sure. But, so, but the thing is, you know, I don't think if we, if we put our focus just on that, I mean, maybe for some people it's their life's mission. But to me, anything over 200 with finances, it means you just, you're neutral to it, really. And there is no scarcity involved. You know, scarcity. So what is, what is George Soros on finances? What was it yesterday? We looked at it. Two, it wasn't 400. I remember it was 400. 400. Yes. 400. And Donald Trump? Donald Trump. I think also 400. I believe it was 400. Which is in the zone of what? That's what zone? High intellect. It was 400. It was high intellect. Soros was 400, yeah. his highest number of the chart. Yeah. So ah, is, that, <laughs> is that right? That was the highest number on Soros's chart. So yes. 400 has to do with high, you know, big projects, high reason. It's like playing a chess game, right? Yeah. And that's what that is. But we've noticed, like, with, we've read, for example, people like uh, Gandhi. He was at 200, right? Sadhguru, 250 in finances also. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a, I would say anything below the level of 200, below the frequency of 200 is the frequency you're referring to, scarcity. This has to do with a lot of emotions, emotional blocks, unprocessed emotions that are related to that particular area. Mm -hmm. In your so case- the danger zone, the danger zone is what? What number? Below 200. Okay. Okay, very good. So. To have someone with a 900 on finances, what does that tell you about the person? You know, the way I look at every aspect uh, of, of the, this breakdown is that um, it is the level of resistance that one has uh, in relation to this area of your life, right? So uh, like in, in your health, you're at 500. Uh, that means that you're in, you're, you love your body, like you mentioned, right? Uh, uh, you love your cells you're pretty much uh, view your health through the lenses of love, right? The frequency of love. So there's a beautiful relationship. That means that uh, there's really no resistance. I mean, if you want to compare it from zero to a thousand, you will say, well, from zero to 10, you have five as, as the number of uh, resistance when it comes to health. But really is uh, 
within the low frequency it, it overrides everything it so, overrides everything right? but 900 for finances we haven't seen that in anyone we've read no. i mean we've seen um, 500 i think we've seen 700 and somebody and they actually live that and that's all they're ruled by in their life because a lot of their other areas in their life are pretty low in relationships like for example if we saw somebody at 600 in finances we've seen to where relationships I mean, buddha, buddha has a very high number oh, in buddha finances did. you know and one thing that we recognized and i think that is is right, been talked about and it makes a lot of sense when you're uh you are being you were programmed at an earlier age based mm -hmm. on your life experience rather uh being exposed to a scarcity or abundance right From birth. you just think that this is is normal yeah yeah really not experiencing or having the need to to worry about money right because that doesn't exist it's not existing Ooh, yeah yeah so buddha in the case of buddha i will say that that was more likely the case right which makes sense because siddhartha was born wealthy he was a prince he was in a yeah. palace so he did that okay that's interesting very interesting and yeshua was born in a in a barn right yeah. And I was born in a war zone shitstorm in the middle of sub-Saharan Africa. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm not comparing myself to either of them, but it's very hard not to when you see now your own numbers. <laughs> now that you mention Jeshua, uh, his numbers, of course, he's one of, uh, in one of our episodes, but he's a fully integrated being, as you know, right? What we call an avatar. Someone that comes in at the frequency of 1,000 and lives at the frequency of 1,000. And uh, in, in his case, uh, finances was one of his lowest numbers. And I think it's a level of intellect. So he had enough uh, intellect, uh, to, deal intellect with to deal with it. And, and as, as he <laughs> felt like he needed, whatever he needed. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was able to recognize how to move uh, the pieces of the puzzle, how to put them together, if you want. Right? right? And the ability to control... At that level, you have the ability to control and manage huge projects and corporations as well, and yeah. uh, participate in the fields of uh, science or, or mm -hmm. medicine, if you wish, like Einstein, per se. He's Very good. Very good. good. Okay, so let's continue from finances to uh, creative creativity. Mm -hmm. You say 700, and that's the, the threshold of enlightenment which means that as, as it relates to the, my uh, commitment to um, anything related to creativity is where it should be and can only get better. I mean, I'm, it's never going to get worse because I, I do become more creatively inspired with, with time and with age, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, there's not much I can speak to that except to say that um, the, the, the signature of my life has been creativity and um, elevation of art and beauty and consciousness is my whole kind of credo. But the creative thing is, yeah, I was, um, I was an artist. I was a, a painter, a fine artist, a sculptor, a graphic artist, uh, illustrator. A, um, I, I became an interior designer and then began to apply larger things like Tonfloy murals and big um, installation sculptures and things and then moved into poetry and then moved into rock and roll and music for a, a decade. And then from that moved into 
into just creative expansion at the kind of psycho-intellectual level and I'd say at the spiritual level, which was my whole journey in setting up Humanitad and going on this, uh, this um, ridiculous odyssey around the world, meeting with political and religious and cultural leaders for many years and just constantly opening up the conversation and uh, trying to identify the alphabet of the human heart through conversations with power and then taking great big ideas, many and if not most of which have failed. Um, I spent years trying to establish the World Festival of Humanity um, to unite, you know, 10,000 tribes from all parts of the world using universities and anthropologists and amazing academics who were involved in that project for years, trying to bring together the human family um, and, and uh, also to, to unify music, all cultures and faiths in a unified kind of way using art, uh, using art and using music and using culture. So I did that for years. It was largely a fail, but I went on to, to do big events and big festivals and big things and very bold and technicolored. Last year, we, we did the, the New Earth Festival here in Bali, which, you know, we had I think 26 kings and sultans from Asia attending. And it was just pageantry and beautiful and a lot of sacred ceremony with all the high priests for the first time in history coming together and those kingdoms coming together for the first time in their history. So that's a creative approach to diplomacy, which is also my passion in um, applying creativity to politics and to diplomacy and into interfaith and intercultural fellowship and all that blah, blah, which is kind of important. Um, so yeah, creativity is in, it, I, I use that as the, the palette and the, and the technology to do what I do, um, that makes sense. So any comments from you or should I just carry on with this index? Okay, okay. so the personal growth um, um, you say is 850, your scalar technology, your amazing technology determines that it's at 850 personal growth um, which falls again into the in, enlightenment arena. Um, not wanting to underscore the enlightened bit, but that makes sense to me on a scale of one for thousand because my personal growth is always moving forward and upwards um, on a daily basis. I just, I just insist on it. Um, I take a stick to myself. I do not judge myself. I don't condemn myself, but I, I bear critical witness to myself and um, I'm pretty unforgiving and unrelenting to those aspects of the shadow that tend to plague one's personal growth. So there's definitely a, a lot of room for improvement, but from what I'm seeing, not that much room for improvement. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good score, 850, wouldn't you say? Excellent, yes. So I thank you. I'm going to add that to my Christmas bundle. What were you going to say? You know what I, I want to say to you as well? Um, the reason that we're ha even having this conversation and the reason that you're so tuned in, tapped in, because you're so on. right, turned on to yourself, is, is the whole reason that we connected is because you know. And you know, sometimes when you connect with people and you just know it. And this is really, uh, as far as personal growth, this says everything about you that you just have this innate ability uh, that transcends all kinds of limiting beliefs to just know. And 
this is the reason why we're also having this beautiful conversation. Yes, that the well-being uh, of humanity is, is truly important to you. It's something that you feel within. It's not just to look good or to, uh, because, okay, this is a new thing with a new trend. It's actually you embody it fully. And that, that's, that's what the numbers tells us. And we don't really need to expand on it in order to believe it. We, we feel it based on our readings. Yes. And that's interesting because, yes, 100%. Um, and that's because I've, I, I understand the quantum entanglement and the scalar um, entanglement of myself and the world at large. And if the world at large is sick, which it is, um, that aspect of me is sick, unresolved, unresolved. I've been speaking for months with this whole Corona COVID bullshit uh, pantomime that's going on. I've been, you know, my, my, my central thematic from day one has been, please don't pay too much attention to the madness people. Even if it looks like the end of the world, it really isn't. It's a bit yawn. We've been through weirdness before as a civilization. We're going through an unmasking. It's an apocalypse. It's a bloodless Armageddon. Be grateful for that. Now go into your cave, your quarantine, wear your stupid mask, be a moron if you want to play that pantomime role. That's okay. And go and try and, you know, be a good citizen and snitch on your neighbors. If that also suits your, your moronic tendency, that's all fine. But, but at some point, one needs to just be very, very critical about the relationship that I have with the world. The reason why I speak with humor, but quite abrasively and harshly about the pure truth of matters is because I'm not interested in couching um, language with morons who are actually a, an existential threat to humanity by wearing masks willfully and by allowing their babies to be vaccinated. This is just an example that's a very, a very kind of uh, um, speaking to what's going on today. But throughout my life, I've seen the, the idiocy of, of humanity playing out. God knows I grew up on the bitch end of AK-47s and bullets and grenades and, and mortars. And, you know, so it's all stupid. What's the fanfare out there, the egoism, the, the, the war and the disease and the poverty are all just, uh, just unresolved aspects of a gestalt that is like in turmoil. And, and we all choose to variously migrate our souls into this turmoil. I believe in a sense, we're all playing the avatar. We don't come in at that frequency level, but we're all of us playing the hero, playing the, on the hero's journey and ultimately wanting to transmute our baser frequencies into higher frequencies, higher resonance. And that, that, that equates to a life well lived even if you're still broke as a church mouse yeah. by the time you die and miserable as sin and die of a terminal cancer, it can still be a life really well lived. And I, you know, I say that knowing that a lot of people who are not well and who are infirm may be watching this. And the fact that you are ill or infirm is not a, con a condemnation. It's just, that's different stories, which we can all speak to, but it's all beautiful. The entanglement's all beautiful. I just recognize that when the, when the earth plane and the world and my fellow, my fellowship of, of man is not truly well and truly in a state of, of joy or peace or bliss, then that always uh, represents still a, a certain unresolved aspect within myself. Until I get to the point where I have, through the holographic mystery of this world, managed to, managed to transmute all my field of expression into that higher a state of coherence. And that absolutely categorically is my objective. So my objective is to, to bring about the systemic annihilation of all government, of all 
religiosity and government in the world. All the false light um, fictions and enclosures and parasitic apparatus that, 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 that inhibits and prohibits our natural um, expansion and unfoldment and enlightenment. Uh, we need to do away with that apparatus. It doesn't serve the living, it serves the dead. So I'm all about that. Personal growth and enlightenment, yes. I, I own that because I'm the Adam. And on behalf of the entire earth plane, I, I take the earth with me on that journey, the whole of the world. Mm-hmm. Relation, relationships in, in the arena of peace. I'm glad you told me that um, because I'm a male and that makes me stupid in most ways as all males are. We're just not very good at certain things. Like, you know, most of us don't get relationships nearly as well as you blessed women do. So I think 600 is not too bad. Am I right about that? It's wonderful. You know, that means that you, you uh, establish relationships, rather personal or business, from the, uh, with, the lenses of, uh, with the lens of peace, right? So it's, it's a, you're pretty much a welcome everyone and, and uh, give everyone the benefit of the doubt, I feel, and you receive them with an open heart. I don't know if I'm right or not. 100%. Uh, that, that's, sorry, carry on, carry on. I want to say something because you mentioned something that men are not as evolved as women in relationships. And, and this is actually an old paradigm belief. And we've recognized this through our readings. And I want to, to let not just you, but for anyone who's going to be watching this, we've read as many men and as many women who are in higher and lower vibrations. And what's interesting, we've noticed there's a just as many females that are using relationships from a very disconnected uh, point of view, from a point of view of, of manipulation. And this has been also a very uh, toxic frequency in both male and females. So it's more about who you are, how much responsibility you're willing to take for your actions, for how you're being, and that transcends and translates into your relationship area as peace. And perhaps <clears throat> the people that you've in your past seen as females, I'm not sure, uh, and I, I don't want to elaborate on it too much, but the ones that you felt you know, somehow disconnected, perhaps it's your higher self telling you also, there's, you know, this is, there is something else coming in through that. There's a misalignment, yeah. misalignment. Uh, for sure, you know, between Very good. another person, yes. Very good. Well, the curious thing is that I'm then going to assume that the women in my life have all lied to me. And uh, they played the Eve archetype very well. They've all lied to me because they told me that I was crap at relationships. Anyway, um, I think I'm great at relationship. And that's because no matter what happens, um, I do insist on treating everyone I meet as a blank canvas. And I will not build walls and enclosures um, and prohibitions uh, around any relationship. I just won't do it. Even when I'm being stabbed in the gut, I will still be exchanging fire in the eyes. I just won't necessarily talk to people when they're doing it. But um, th- that does describe me. So I'd say that that's, that's painfully accurate. Um, relationship 600 in the peace zone. Yes, peace because um, I qualify the fact that all failed relations and relationships are still fulfilled covenants and fulfilled relations and relationships. And I absolutely see that as my takeaway. And I do not seek to harm or cause loss or injury to other living souls ever in this world. Um, And I know that about myself. So that's, 
that's where the peace, um, the peace focus makes a great deal of sense to me. When you go to philanthropy and giving 500, well, I'm glad it's not lower than that, but I'm, I'm a little surprised because um, my mother would tell you that even as a two-year-old, I used to raid her purse and give away money to people in the park. I mean, I just, I've always given away most of what I have uh, at many times all that I've had. So, and I don't mind uh, giving everything away and losing everything on the roll of a dice, as long as it's a right action that's um, calling for that roll of the dice. So I, I, I personally would have thought that my philanthropic edge would have been higher uh, also, but I kind of get why it might not be. And that's because I do what I do for me. I do all of my philanthropy and my humanitarianism and my activism and my, you know, swords, swordsmanship with the devil is all me serving the highest self. And I've never pretended that I'm playing the messianic role for others. I'm doing it because I know the entanglement between myself and others starts with me. I learned that young and I've always seen that as the critical dictum. So that was an interesting figure for me, but please comment on that if there's anything further to say. Yes. Construction going on. Oh, is that what it is? Great. Yeah, that's what that is. But as far as generosity, and it's interesting that you bring up an aspect of giving without manipulation. Uh, we oftentimes in the readings actually see where philanthropy is used at a lower frequencies, like in 55s, and quite often in political figures and in, in figures of power. And they're using that to, to show to the world, well, I'm generous, but in right. reality, the vibrational frequency really shows for what it is. So in your case, being in your love, gen generous love frequency, you're just giving because you're giving, you're not expecting anything back, it shows it. Yes, exactly. Very clearly. Yes, you feel love. And uh, that is, I would say the philanthropy um, is the art of giving with an open heart. And yes. you, uh, you're in alignment with that statement. Yes. I didn't get the intuitive number. I, 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 it missed me. It, it's yeah. escaped me. Intuition is 600. Okay. So can you just give me that reading again? What is 600 in intuition? So intuition flows through you and you are absolutely open and you're at peace at whatever information is coming through for you. You're highly intuitive. It's a highly intuitive frequency. Very good. I, I haven't had much time to assimilate that, but that, that, sits, yeah. that sits well with my, own, <laughs> with my own understanding of who and what I am. Thank you for that, 600. So that's an acceptable, that's an acceptable threshold. Yes, it's excellent, it's beyond acceptable. This is amazing. <laughs> and right. uh, one thing we wanted, want to add is, uh, by, by uh, reading the personal growth, relationships and philanthropy, mm -hmm. uh, and based on the results on those three elements, uh, we get a very good idea of what the person stands when it comes to their relationship with humanity and with their neighbor, with their friends, right? As of what, how is that they, um, how much they value their relationships and, and how is it that the person, if 
when they give, they give really, uh, they really mean it, no? So philanthropy at 500, relationships at 600, personal growth at 850, and you vibrate at the frequency of 525. That, uh, that definitely is, is, for us, someone that, that we uh, will be more than happy to uh, have uh, conversations uh, until we take our last breath. <laughs> Or interact with or be open, right? To yes, it's, generally. It's, uh, it it shows to us. It shows that this is a person who is just like you. In your case, generous, kind, really inviting love, and uh, it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful. Thank thing. you for that. So this is interesting. So what you can take different numbers from the the metric from the chart, and you can triangulate different um, different constellations, and that in a sense gives you another reading, doesn't it? Like yes. a holographic reading. Wow. Wow, that's really interesting. Okay, so let's move on to in the now. Um, 94%. Um, slightly disappointed that it's not hundred <laughs> percent, but I, I'm still I'm assuming ninety-four percent is a good thing. And my question is, where am I for the other six percent? <laughs> if I'm not in the now. <laughs> um yeah, but I get it. That's good. I'm happy with 94%. I insist that that becomes 99% uh, within the next seven years. I insist on it in my own life. It's, it's something to absolutely strive for. Very few people are in the high numbers. Majority of people in the now are in the 50s, 40s. Yes, and I will say that because your energy purity is at 95% and you're in that is a great indicator that you are ready to shift to a higher level of consciousness. And like I mentioned earlier, that for me, your next level will be the level of peace. You're gonna pass through the level of joy, right? And, and uh, reach the level of peace. And, and, and the, there's a direct correlation between how much you spend in the now and the present moment with your level of consciousness. So if you yeah. are, are ready to shift to a higher level, that means that you will experience higher uh, or longer periods of time uh, to be in the present moment, for sure. Right, gotcha. Well, don't push me to, to through that joy too quickly. I mean, I'd like to drag my heels and have a bit of joy <laughs> on the way to that thing. Thank you for that. joy. So now, the, 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 the piece de resistance, the piece that gives my haters and trolls and enemies i don't have any enemies but i've got a lot of haters um to give them a little bit of a bone to chew on <laughs> it is true my ego is at 72 percent, and i'm proud of that <laughs> and i will not relinquish one percent of it <laughs> that's wonderful <laughs> well that's hard fought hard one and hard fought ego that okay that took me time and dedication i'm not letting that go right now not until not until um anthony fauci bill gates hillary clinton and a group of others are in guantanamo bay i'll be using my ego until that point um do you want to comment on my ego can we quickly quickly yeah, move yeah, to the next? Sure. Uh, most people that you've mentioned actually and a lot of pub big public names that we are all uh, aware of their ego is usually at a hundred percent the wow. rules, uh, the matrix. But what we would like to see, and the reason we're doing this together with you is, is to recognize, yes, I have my ego, but who's in charge, right? And you've actually beautifully done that throughout your life. 
I, I don't know where your ego was, you know, when you were younger, but 72% is a great, um, great number to have as far as ego. I mean, we've had a few people that are, what, ego in the 30s or 40s? 30s. Uh, 30s. Yes. Yeah, like... Uh, so far, Yeshua is the lowest. He was at 17%. Wow. 17? Yes. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's so interesting. So interesting. So uh, I was, I you, you have learned to dance with your ego, right? And, uh, allow it to collaborate, and, and especially when it comes uh, to... Uh, you know, uh, take advantage of what the ego has to offer when it comes to oh. the intellectual uh, part of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, not only have I learned to dance with my ego, but we do the cha-cha-cha. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, stop. <laughs> not the bossa nova, not the lambada. But it's in the joy, 89%. That suits me absolutely fine. Uh, the other um, mm. 11% I dedicate to the broken part of humanity. Yes. And look forward to rejoining that part of humanity at 100%, but only when it's 100% for all fellowship of men. So we don't need to speak too much to that. I think we know, we know where that sits. Um, alignment with divine or higher purpose, I think you've, you've expressed it as. Does that mean, is it the same divine, higher purpose, same thing? I like to say divine. He likes to say same okay. higher purpose. Yeah, okay. just define divine, but a higher purpose, I would say that is uh, people, for people to understand it possibly, yes. Understood. So um, you, you, you have determined that my frequency is 99% aligned with divine or higher purpose. And just for people out there, that does not mean that I'm enlightened. It means that um, Anthony Fauci is 100% aligned with this higher purpose. Okay, so understand, understand the distinction here, that to be aligned with um, higher purpose or divine purpose doesn't speak to you being an amazingly good or beneficial soul in this world. It just means that you are absolutely living out your soul covenant. You came here to be a bad guy or to be a pirate um, or to be a Sabbatean, um, then, then being aligned with that higher purpose will also, will also can be exposed with the amazing um, technology of uh, Elena's and Alejandro's. So that's fascinating for me when you talk about the higher purpose, but the personal purpose you say for me is 94%. And again, can we just drill in a little bit to the discrepancy or the distinction, not discrepancy, the distinction between higher purpose and personal purpose? Sure. Um, <clears throat> higher purpose, what is, as you mentioned, is the how well we're playing the role that we decided to uh, play in this lifetime, right? So it is behind the scenes. Uh, it's a decision that we have made uh, before incarnation, a decision that we made from a plane to where uh, there's a non-judgmental plane, where it was a divine decision. So therefore, um, uh, there's no such a thing as being a bad or good role. So um, in the case of someone vibrating at the frequency of love, like yourself, and being aligned almost 100% with your divine purpose, that means you're playing your role very well. and 
and then you are in line to uh, with your vibration, current vibration, and and you uh, there's really nothing to uh, to uh, search for when it comes to uh, your alignment with your divine purpose or your higher purpose. Yeah. When it comes to your personal purpose. It's, it's more as of uh, the goals that you want to accomplish, what you have accomplished uh, so far, and, what, and the things that are left for you to be accomplished. Like you said, uh, said it earlier uh, jokingly, but I feel that there's some truth in it. Uh, see, to see Bill Gates, uh, Dr. Fauci, and um, who else was it? Look, Hitler, talk about Adolf Hitler. What was his higher purpose and his personal purpose? Do you know? For Hitler, we don't know the specifics of it, uh, but his percentages were 100%. He was 100% he aligned with his higher purpose and 100% aligned with his personal purpose. That's my point. That's yeah. the interesting thing for me here. Wow. So that is, so you're, you're certain in your own mind that that is the incarnation of evil in that case. I mean, that is yeah. a perfectly incarnated evil. Definitely, because... Uh, he was incarnated at an extremely low frequency, vibrational frequency, and he maintained that low vibrational frequency, and he left also at the same frequency. And so he, I, got a trick, I have a trick question for you. Yes. Why did dogs like him? Ah. Well, dog, dogs, because they vibrate at the low frequency and higher than that, and they really... Okay. <laughs> no, but that's, I've always used that for, with, with Hitler. I always loved Blondie, his Alsatian. You know, he loved his dogs and dogs loved him. And I always rather, I always rather hope that there was a part of the, the man that was a, a beautiful, realized human being, just, you know, not quite understanding what was going on around him. But uh, interesting what you've, what you've determined. What you just said, we also measured uh, the level of self-awareness, right? So, because we wanted to know, okay, if this person really was consciously doing this, was he self-aware of, of, of his acts? And he was 100% self-aware. And wow. he was in the high 90s when it came to uh, his level of joy. So not only he was self-aware, but he was... Bathing in joy. Bathing wow. in joy while and in, he and was in now too. committing crimes against humanity. And he was... And in the now, and in the now, wow. Because it is, is related to your self-awareness. Okay, so a, a um, <clears throat> generational career sociopath like Bill Gates, that's my, that's my view of this creature. Um, d d is, is he in joy, in a state of joy? No, no. he's not. And uh, his level of integrity is at 18%. 18. We're going to discuss gonna just a little more. bit of it, but in, in, in future episodes, we will be revealing his uh, uh, complete chart. And Hillary Clinton, does she know Joy? No. Bill Clinton, does he know Joy? Very similar. Uh, so I would say they're uh, vibrationally, vibrationally uh, a match. And Barack and Michael Obama, I mean, Michelle Obama? <laughs> We, we haven't uh, revealed we we're uh, going to. them too, but we are going to yeah. do that. Right. I'm tuning in for that one. Think, really, uh, that, really that, you that. Asked, that I think is also <clears throat> crucial to, for us to keep in mind as human beings, because we always want to find the heroes 
and the and the villains, right? Mm-hmm. And I think divine from all our readings, what we're recognizing is divine somehow is doing this and playing yeah. this out. So imagine if you are uh, the casting director, right, in a play, and you're or in a film, and you're choosing a villain, let's say, and a hero, Batman and the Joker. So both of these actors, from a higher perspective, they're choosing these roles to play out these roles. They're not bad guys, but they're choosing to play it out for all of us to see. And this I've got is it. life is. Yeah. I've totally got that. And, you know, the amazing thing is that in the Balinese cosmology um, and creation myth, it's very, very similar. I mean, the, the Balinese make a place at the temple for the devil. And they, when they serve the food, uh, they, they have a chair and a placemat for the devil. They get serve him food. He's not there. But they respect the fact that you need to make space for him to be there so you can keep your eye on him. Mm-hmm. You know, but don't try and brush him out or filter him out of the temple or the house or the, you know. So I, I like that. It's, it's just recognizing that the, that the dualistic checkerboard of life in this 3D temporal universe that we've chosen to steer our souls into um, is a checkerboard that is just creating the oscillation that manifests the texture against which we can define our expression and then work with the confluence of reality to um, steer ourselves into ever higher outcomes, higher expressions, higher frequencies. That's how I see it, more or less. Yes. Beautifully said. Thank you. So personal purpose, higher purpose, um, as it relates to me coming back to my integrity is at 93%. I'm deeply offended by that, but (laughs) I want to learn more. I'm one of these people who believes myself to be 99% in integrity. But let me say this, Mm. that there's not a human being I've ever met who doesn't believe that they're at least 99% in integrity. (laughs) Yes. That's right. And I think this, uh, uh, what we feel it has to do with uh, betraying or not betraying your core beliefs uh, to, to what extent and somehow at one particular moment, we don't know, we right. haven't that, dived that deep into it, right? But that, I think that that summarizes uh, the whole uh, essence of the result. Okay. And you so, know, the other thing that we discovered with integrity, we also have read people with much lower vibrational frequencies. And we're talking about 75, you know, that are 100% in their integrity, which is wow. very interesting. So they, and what we realize is if, if you are going like a bulldozer straight on your path, you're not going to deviate. You're not going to betray your path. And that's really more what it's about. So people like, let's say Hitler, maybe, I don't remember what his... No, his integrity was low. But his integrity, but we've read in some... Cases, only in cases of people, I mean... When they're vibrating at very low frequencies and, and you can see through the chart and also also based on, on what they have shown to us with their actions and that they are playing an evil role, then as, as that changes. Okay. That does, there's a difference. But if it's someone that, that means well and they're just being buried and in and, and their own unprocessed emotions, and that's the reason why their vibrational frequency has dropped drastically, but they, but they are uh, loyal to their core beliefs, then their integrity levels are high. Okay. So let's look at me because we're unmasking me. 93% integrity. 
Let's look at that 7% outstanding. Where could that be attributed to? Is that to do with the degree to which I have felt um, it necessary to compromise certain values? And, yes. Or is it because there's certain uh, shadow elements in my morality? Let's say that I allow to become part of the furniture in my house. Is it that kind of thing? I think more of the first. The compromising. Compromising, right, exactly. Because somehow you are uh, focusing on on your uh, goal, right? On accomplishing your goal, making things happen for, for Well, apparently not, because if I'm 7 percentile out of that, but I'm very much in clarity and in higher purpose and all of that, then that's why I'm trying to triangulate and understand that discrepancy of integrity as it relates to being aligned with higher purpose and being, in my case, 99% in clarity. I'm, I'm wanting to understand that discrepancy as it relates to integrity. Yeah. I mean, my, my thought on this, and again, we didn't do a deep dive into all your emotions throughout your lifetime and traumas. I would say it's somehow correlated to still the unprocessed part of you that perhaps it's a little boy that was hurt, that had seen so much, uh, that is choosing to compromise for the acceptance purposes, you know, versus like, this is who I am, this is where I stand. And so there's a, an aspect of you that's been traumatized when you were younger that is still somehow playing out in there. But what about if I identify with being a little girl? Or a little girl, so whatever you have. That's just a very contemporary joke, okay, yeah. with all the transgender yeah. As a little child, let's just say. Yeah, understood, understood. Thank you. That's great. That gives me some clarity on that 7%. So I'm going to work on my integrity. But am I right in saying, and this is my 72% ego asking the question, am I right in saying that 93% integrity is a good standard, is, is a good, is yes. a good, uh, yeah? Yes. Anything okay. above uh, 90%. Anything above 90 is something you can bank on. Definitely. Rely okay. on, bank on, yes. Yes. What about if you're 89.9%? <laughs> <laughs> it will depend on everything else in the chart. Yes. Right, okay, okay. Or if they hand you preferential stock options at the same time, you know. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. if so, someone has 100% integrity, but then we look at the rest of their chart, in their numbers, like a 55 relationships, 55 in personal growth, 55 or below even in uh, philanthropy, there's, uh, we wouldn't be too eager to establish a personal relationship with a person or even a business relationship with a person. Very interesting. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Um, we're coming to the end, people. Um, don't worry. Um, but I'm thoroughly enjoying this. The more I get, God, this is going to be so, this is new crack. This is the new crack. Okay. For people. <laughs> to learn your various frequencies. And really, uh, this is so helpful to triangulate things within yourself. Wow, I mean, the revelations that can come out of this, just at the personal level, is a phenomenal tool. This is what I'm seeing uh, very clearly. Energy purity, um, you've very kindly granted me 95% frequency that. So, so your technology is aiming at me through the quantum using a scalar metric and it is absolute in what it reads and it is double blind placeboed in the way that you're doing it and it is designating that my energy purity is 95 percent which i'm assuming is good yes very good okay 
Um, so what would be, what would you expect? And I don't know if you can, uh, if you can designate your, your divinations to this question, but it would be very interesting to know what is the energy purity of humanity, humankind, 7 billion souls. I'm so glad you asked. I was going to give you that number. So we always, for the last couple of years, we've been following the collective consciousness because we're all part of this collective consciousness of one human species. And overall, the vibrational frequency, as of yesterday, we measured it for you, is uh, 225. So as a collective, as a species, we are at 225, which is a level of courage. And which is, say, 22.5 on this percentage scale. At, you could say that. So right, but we didn't measure the purity. So this will be a separate. So purity, oh, energy purity. Gotcha. Okay, energy mm. purity gives us an indication, which we should read that, uh, of how much the collective is ready to shift. So when we see somebody in the high 90s, like in your case, 95 to 100, that means you're ready to shift. Uh, we do need to measure energy purity of the collective to see if we as humanity are ready to shift. But we can tell you, in the last couple of years that we've been following the human collective and measuring it throughout the we've had a little spikes up and down but overall we've stayed exactly the same for the last two years almost the last two thousand years actually yes we've looked at thousands of years historically <laughs> wow. but we wow. haven't changed much at all no. uh -uh. and wow, people, so people often talk is, is <laughs> this has become the new trend of uh say that we're we're uh, going into 5D, right? From 3D to 5D, that's the new trend. But uh, actually, uh, that is not the case. I mean, we could experience uh, moments of uh, non-judgmental zone, right? Uh, but we're not, we're not going there. And until each and every one of us takes full responsibility for ourselves, for our own actions, for our own feelings, for our own trauma, we're not going to really shift much as a humanity, as a collective. Well, okay, that that that's that's beautiful. Um, there are certain there are certain events and event horizons uh, that can and will, I'm certain in my knowing, bring about that instantaneous emancipation, which will change this playing field that you're describing in a, in a quantum instant. An example being the. Um, and I got this wrong to anyone who's following any of my uh, wheezing on the, on the, on the web lately. Um, I got it wrong in a couple of interviews when I was speaking on behalf of the astrophysicist that I'm working with right now. And I said that the Micronova event was due in three to four years. I was wrong. There is a, a solar event, a solar maximum event that's in three to four years from now. Uh, but the big micronova er explosion or er irradiant eruption is happening in, um, oh, Debbie, help me. It's in, uh, in 24, in, uh, it's happening in, in 2020. Yeah. What are we now? Yeah. What's the year now? 2020. 2020. Okay, so it's been, uh, sorry, 46, 2046. Absolutely, 2046 is when the micronova is going to erupt when that happens and that's in what 20 20 odd years uh, for how many years from now 30 something years 26 26 years from now that is the the astrophysical event horizon that that comes from in my view one of the greatest uh, astrophysicists and astronomers in the world somebody who absolutely understands this science and also at the metaphysical level and she said it's absolute that event is happening 
um, in 26 years from now. And that micronova um, is what will completely saturate our solar system and our plane of existence, our planet, every atom, every cell, every molecule on Earth and in, in the inner Earth will be impacted in that instantaneous micronova mm -hmm. explosion. And what's going to happen is that delivery of the ultraviolet light is what will completely at that time transmute instantaneously the, the entire field of sentience of humanity into the into the next phase of evolution, which you could term as the fifth dimension or whatever. Um, but she's absolutely certain about that. But the event happening in three years from now, three to four years from now, is a solar maximum. And that's going to be the first, in a sense, delivery of that uh, mm. incremental um, heightening of the frequency of the UV light. So there's a period of time between now and, tw and tw 26 years from now where that influx of, of vibral light is going to be changing, alchemizing the entire uh, uh, fellowship of humankind into a higher expression. So what you're reading, and it'd be interesting to, I, I don't know if you're able to apply your scalar technology and divinations to event horizons, like, are you able to look at the year yeah. 20, uh, in 26 years from now? Yes. I would be very grateful if you would. Okay. And more to the point, a year later, a year after that, 27 years from now. So when we move beyond that event horizon, it would be very interesting to see you apply this divination and triangulate that event. 2047, then the year that we measure human consciousness. Yes, this will be interesting. Yep. So we'll yeah. measure Planetary, pl planetary consciousness, yeah. yeah. And so energy purity, 95, and a clarity, which is the, the last... A signature that you've um, read in my frequency, and you're um, saying that that's 99%. What is the difference between clarity and integrity? This is you wanted to uh, to add the clarity <laughs> to it. <laughs> I um, this happened uh, a few days ago, and I thought it's just to give us, uh, to, to find if there were any patterns, right? And in direct correlations with the rest of the, the numbers on the chart. And I feel that clarity is, um, I wanted to see if there was a direct correlation between clarity and being in the now and your level of consciousness and also uh, your alignment with uh, rather divine purpose or our personal purpose. That really, that's why I threw that into the equation, right? And um, it, I'm still not 100%. Um, my clarity is not 100% on the subject. But this is something you know, that we're It could be open, open for uh, discussion and interpretation, right? And uh, from whatever um, lenses you're using to view it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Wow. So that, that ends my reading. And I really thank you for that. I, I've never consulted a tarot reader in my life or a crystal ball gazer or a doctor. I have no interest in priesthoods. I have no interest in oracles, viziers, people uh, interceding in any way, shape or form in my life, my signature. I disallow it. I never go there. I'm not interested. Um, in clairvoyancy, I don't give a 
flying bleep where I was in my last incarnation or where I'm going to be in my next incarnation. No consequence to me. So for me to accept a reading of this um, is really quite exceptional. And I'm very, very thankful for it uh, because um, not only because it's really helped to underscore my absolute knowing, more or less, um, and I will need to sit with, with these numbers, but I, I'm amazed and I'm amazed, I think, more because the, the science of it appears to be so absolute. I already know in my life, and I think I discussed this with you um, the other day when we first met, um, I've, I've been healed from a, a very serious life-threatening condition, having been poisoned, which was then retro-diagnosed as being nuclear poisoning. This was in 2016. And I was treated by using scalar, using remote healing by a great master, uh, Sri Lakshiji in, in Nepal who I had not even met. That was, he'd seen what was going on, sent his people to connect with me. They did contact us through Facebook. I was lying, um, you know, looking like a frog. And mm. they arranged that healing. He did that for me, interceded. As he saw it through remote viewing, I was being killed and needed the intercession. And so that was the first time in my life, and that was in 2016, where I was asked, uh, albeit over the telephone, will you accept uh, an intercession, an intervention uh, by this master? And I was like, yes, just fucking fix me, you know? <laughs> and, and I saw what happened. Within 72 hours, I was healed and my body was more beautiful than it was when I was 19. And it just, everything, the vitality, the life force came back. A lot of dynamic things changed in my life instantly that week, that month. Uh, a great, you know, great changes happened in, in my life. And so I know the power of this scalar and this remote capacitance when it is attuned to, to, to the, 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 the vibral light of, of the universal mind. I get it because I lived and was resurrected through that. And what you guys are doing, and I think what you guys are, are um, embodying and enacting and manifesting is such an incredible gift uh, for humanity that I intend uh, to really do what I can to get this out and to promote the hell out of it. And not so much to underscore how beautiful and enlightened you both are clearly to my mind, but more because I really want this tool to be gifted to humanity. I think I'm going to be as passionate as this about you guys, because what I see as being a career truth and disclosure merchant, somebody who lives for truth and disclosure and unmasking and piercing the Hermes veil. This is the first time I've seen anything near a technology which appears to be absolute, which can triangulate remotely, and which I believe you've got 140,000 vectors that can be applied to this triangulation. Is that correct? Yes. Wow, what can I say? That to me is remotely able, enabling you, me, us to build up a full holographic signature of a living soul insofar as that is humanly possible. That's what this technique, technology and divination that you're gifting to the world represents. And honestly, I salute you both. I love you both.
thank you. We love, we you, love too. you too. Thank you so much. You know, one thing I want to say for humanity to also realize that our planet is a sentient being. We also measured our planet. And for those people that want to know, our planet vibrates at the vibration of 700, frequency of 700, which is enlightened. Our planet is an enlightened sentient being. Oh, wow, what a beautiful, beautiful note uh, to end off on. I just love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Sasha. It's an honor. Yes, love it is. Too. Thank you so much.